Welcome back to Unfold Unhinged with Caitlin, Andrea and Tori. Welcome to season two. Make sure to be following our Instagram at Unfold Unhingepod. Welcome back to Unfolded and Unhinged. This week is general chit chat and books. But and mood swings and stress. A good bitch. I think that's the, I'm going to label this as a good bitch. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be a mixture of things, but it's going to be first and foremost a good bitch. Every girl group needs a good bitch in their. Every person needs a good bitch in their life. A ride or die good bitch. I have Penny. So. Penny's okay, well, I was going to say my picks were Tori and Caitlin were my my good bitches, but clearly Penny. we've been demoted past the dog. So, Caitlin, <laughs> you are now my good bitch. I'm not I'm not saying that you two are terrible. I'm just saying that the dog has a good... She's quite vocal. Well, she is a female dog, so therefore she is a bitch. <laughs> I was, that's, why I, that's why I said it was her. So I said it was her. Fabulous. Um, we're all kind of in a bit of a. Well, we're not all. Let's say me and Tori are on par with being like fed up, annoyed, and also stressed. Um, Caitlin, how are you feeling? I'm fine. I'm. Tomorrow is my Friday because I've got a long weekend, so I feel great. Yeah, see, that's something. Yeah, see, no wonder you're feeling that bit happier. I would love that too if tomorrow was my last day as well, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. Oh, uh, Tori, would you like to? Would you like to have a your your um your good bitch first? Okay. Um. Well, first and foremost, I should have like noted that today was going to go terribly when the bus that I was on this morning got hit by another bus. That should have been my first one that I should have gone home. Everything was going swimmingly up until then. I left it the same. I left on time. I was ready on time. I got dropped off at home on time. I had breakfast. Um, on time. On time. I did. I make. I make my lists and I tick off everything on my list. Everything was going swimmingly, and then a bus driver went to the back of the bus that I was on. I hit the fucking deck. Because he hit it with such force. The bus driver got out of his seat and picked me up. That's the embarrassing bit. He picked me up. I was mortified. And then, You could have fallen into the arms of the love of your life for all you knew. The bus driver yeah. could have been the love of your life. He was like 70. Shut up. And then he... <laughs> you get a good pension. You could leave by millions. <laughs> Bless him. He was so... He was going, are you all right? Because obviously... I could obviously put in a, you know, I can put in a complaint or whatever you call it. And, um, and he, um, it obviously wasn't his fault. He literally looked at the back and went, what the fuck was that? And it was just, it was the most mental thing I think I've ever seen in my life. And it was just so out of the blue that the bus couldn't continue because another, like, window had shattered because the other bus had came into it at such force there was other two other people on the bus i was the one that fell and had me picked up by the bastard bus driver it was mortifying anyway i then get to work and everything's fine down just suddenly everything's good in the hood and i think it might that has to be the worst part of my day no it got worse so um i had a job i'm just gonna say had um 
well, have. I have a job that on a what I work one day a week for five hours, and I do everything I need to do in that five hours. Since I started in February, I have never done the five hours that I've been contracted to do. I have always done between a week, fifteen to twenty extra than what I'm actually meant to do. Extra, okay. That's because I get phone calls at five o'clock in the morning. I get text messages. I get demands. I get emails. You need this. You need that. You need to do this. You need to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been mentioned, and it's been quite peaceful. May I add, it has been quite peaceful. That said, manager has been away. It's been so quiet. It's been so nice until she randomly came back today with no warning. She was like, "Fucking Maleficent, turning up in the middle of fucking." coronation of the child I was like or the birth or whatever it was honestly I nearly fucking shit myself when she walked through the door I was like you're not meant to be here for another two weeks and she's normally sound right normally sound until she walked in and honestly you'd think she was breathing fire because she came at me and demanded why I didn't decide to work my birthday weekend why I wasn't available why I didn't do this why I didn't do that yidi yaddy yidi yaddy he and I was like, well, what? I told you I wasn't going to work my birthday weekend because I was, but I was, I was there celebrating because I'm I have a right to. No, you work when I tell you to work. You work in all hours of the day. You don't get paid for anything extra than your five hours on a Wednesday. And then she continued to. Then she went and had a rampage because she'd upset her. She'd upset her other half. He was really upset this morning, and he told her that on the phone, and she hung up on him because she didn't care. And then, um. She, uh, she decided to pull me in for a meeting and ask me what the hell I've been doing. So I gave her my long list and she told me that wasn't enough. I've been here three hours. I could have done more. Um, and then when I, I then started to have a full-fledged panic attack, but, you know, I kept it as cool as I could. And then she proceeded to scream at me for nearly 45 minutes and say, in this tone, I'm not having a go at you, but... Which, in my sense, is something that me. There was two other people in that room, sat at their desks like that, mouths open, absolutely stunned. Because the, when she called me stupid, that was when I could have walked out. I was stupid. I was dumb. She doesn't know why she's paying me. She doesn't know why I don't do this. I have full creative control over what I want to do. But then when I try and do creative control, and I try and do what I want with it. She just, she takes it off and she bullies me for it. And she says that I'm fucking stupid. So she then left about 45 minutes later after that. I kept my cool until about 20 minutes after that. And then one of the ladies asked if you're all right. And I cried. And I cried for two hours straight because it was out of pure frustration. I wasn't upset. I was frustrated because that's the only treatment I've had since the minute she asked me to go back to work for her and since it's now been witnessed by two members of staff one of them being HR there's now going to be an investigation but also I'm going to quit so if she listens to this I'm quitting so yeah oh that's news to us spoiler we didn't I didn't realize you were that set on quitting yeah oh no I made I made the decision uh, by the time I got home because I was that upset oh yeah that's fair yeah, but I'm going to ask my other manager because I like my other job. I love my other job. Like, see, this is what I came... It was my birthday over the weekend. 
and I got a birthday message off two of the other girls that I work with. I didn't hear anything off the manager, the one that showered me today. My other manager came in yesterday with a big bottle of bubbly, my favourite chocolates, and he came in with a massive bouquet of flowers for me for my birthday with a big sign on his face, gave us a colour and said, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. That's what I got. Now, I wouldn't have expected that off you, but what I got was, why didn't you work your birthday weekend? Bitch, because I don't have to. So I'm, so I'm going to ask my other manager if, um, if there is another um, building that he's opening in the centre of town. I'm going to ask if I can go do the Wednesday and Thursday there. Sounds like a fabulous idea. It sounds like a fabulous idea. He's looking for a receptionist. I'm available. Lovely. Love the sound of that. So I have had my rant. I feel a lot better now. And I'm cutting my other job. Is, the revelations we get in the middle of these podcasts that's fantastic it's so great it's so great i don't want to talk about my, my boyfriend's friends because i could actually slaughter all fucking 20 of them well then we're not going to speak of them because we don't want you admitting to committing a crime um on a podcast or a possible future crime so let's not do that moving on andrea your turn uh, well, I'm mine is just mostly stress. And like anyone that works in any form of childcare, they know if I mention the word or the phrase, we're getting an inspection. It's like, it's like being put up in court in front of a judge, jury and executioner all at once. And them essentially searing into your soul but in this case, the soul is the paperwork, the running of the place, the the rooms, what it's like. Are the kids happy? Are the, you know, is everyone happy? They've enough toys, enough activities. And I'm stressing trying to get ready for that. And um, just, just some people aren't taking it as seriously as I am. Some people are too laid back, like almost to the point that if they were any more laid back, they'd be on the floor. So... I'm just having stress moments about that. And then also getting blamed for things that are not my fault and like making me feel guilty about things that are not my fault. So I've just, I just got to a point today where I actually, we, we have a, um, a, a canteen that we built. It's like in kind of one of those like, um, prefabs style things. And, um, I went out to there because, um, I was going like making my sandwich and stuff out there. And two of the other girls that work with me were out there. They were just finishing up their lunch. So we were having a bit of a chat. And then when they left, I was the only one in there. And I kid you not, I used the canteen, which by the way, it's not soundproof, but I used it as a scream room because when everybody left, I let out the most inhumane scream I have ever let out in my life. And it was just out of sheer frustration. And then once I had that done, I cleaned up my sandwich. And then when I opened the door, the children were at the gate almost looking like prisoners because their hands were through the bars like of the fence and they were like what are you doing and I was like <laughs> nothing what are you doing they were like what was that noise and I was like it was the kettle I was like I must go and um so I blamed it on the kettle and the kids were looking at me like I had 10 heads but it was a fantastic moment of relief just to have a sheer like I have we have multiple people have said to our new manager that you know we should invest in a panic room 
or like a soundproof screen room because it just it would be it would be great just for five minutes of your day just go in scream it out and then come back and be like fine now I'm ready to continue but um yeah I don't think we're going to get a a, this a scream a scream room unfortunately but yeah that's the extent of mine it's just it's just all stress and then you know what doesn't help is like I said in the last podcast that I was just having a bad skin everything not not like a skin day or a skin week or a skin month I was just having a bad skin everything because it's just not clearing up and my mother was like I feel like it's the stress that's causing your poor little face first of all I was like okay great that you think I've lost weight in my face that you think it's little stunning but um she was like I think that's what's causing a breakout on your your poor little face and I was like no shit, Martina. I was like, of course it's stress. Like this did not all occur because I was jumping over the rainbows and talking to the leprechaun at the other end. No, this is just sheer, sheer stress. And then my highlights are also starting to fade out of my hair. And one of the children was braiding my hair today and she looked at the blonde highlight, mind you, blonde. And she goes, why are you gray in your hair? I was like, oh my Lord. I was like, I'm so stressed. I'm graying. I was like, I was like, I need to get out of here. I need a holiday. I like to the point where I spent my a part of my lunch break today looking at foreign holidays. I was like, I just need to get away. I just need to go someplace. I just, I just need time out. So yeah, mine has just been just stress, overall stress. But that's that's childcare in general. It's just stress. I mean, I don't work in childcare, but I felt like I did today, so I can understand your stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, that, that fun. But I mean, Caitlin, you're the only positive one out of us to, uh, to this evening. So have you anything positive to share with us? My nephew took like proper steps for the first time yesterday. Yay! Oh my God, exciting! Yeah, so now... It was funny because he wouldn't, like, you. we saw it on FaceTime yesterday and then today we were, <laughs> and he's he's having a great old time with his four teeth that have already come through. Oh, we biting? No, he's just teething very aggressively because all four bottom, like, the four bottom teeth have come through. And he's got four more coming out like the top. But he's also got his canine coming through. <laughs> <laughs> so the poor little one is very not well because obviously, you know, teething. Not a great time. Mm-mm. So all he wanted was... Well, he didn't know what he wanted. So one minute he was like walking towards me. And then he'd walk. He walked back to like my mother, and then she <laughs> because he's also got like a cold. She wiped oh, his face. Then he didn't want anyone but his dad. Then he didn't want his dad. He wanted his mom, and he was kind of just going between everybody. Well, except for me, but he was more interested in my bag than me at that point. It's almost like he senses that there's another baby on the way. He's like, I don't know how close I want to get to this situation. Oh no, yet. Logan's fine with me. <laughs> Weirdly enough, he's very 
sometimes if he's in a bad mood, but he'll smile away with me if I'm there. It's great. Today, just not so much, but he kept trying to bite my bag. Teething babies are like moody teenagers. It's yeah. no joke. He wasn't trying to bite like a logical place. He was trying. Was it like the buckle or something? Like some part that you know was not comfortable to chew on? No, he was trying to chew that. The flat Oh, part. so just a flat surface that you can't latch onto. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of had to try and get him away from it because he, he was chewing on steak. Well, he was eating steak. He was mainly chewing at that point, though. So he had drool nice. everywhere. And I was like, no, we'll, we'll take that away. Away from the bag. <laughs> and then he was kind of just following it. <laughs> and then he wanted my phone. but I had, So I put my phone in my pocket. And he was kind of following because he knew where I put it. And I'm like, why? He thought it was a great game that you were playing with him. He was like, this is great fun. <laughs> Oh, he always does. Oh, so he's a little, both Terra and very adorable. Although he did cheer up when we put him, when my sister put him in his new swing. It's yes. The oh, yes, I've seen that photo. It was very cute. Oh, you should see the video. Oh, you about two minutes straight smiling at the ground just swinging oh it's like oh uh, so we he, my sister put him in today and he was just smiling away like great just in time for his uh birthday next week <laughs> oh my god it actually freaks me out he's one it actually yeah. freaks me the fuck out i yeah. know it's actually crazy how fast Isn't that it... year is after flying is he? He's born on your birthday, isn't he, Caitlin? Yep. <laughs> Stealing the limelight. <laughs> I, I, cause I didn't put two and two together when you text saying that your sister had the baby. And I was like, he's born on Caitlin's birthday. <laughs> it was oh, it. In the loving, like obviously most loving way, I was the like my brother-in-law was very fine with him coming on the 13th of May because that's his birthday I was not against it but kind of like I don't really want to share my birthday with my nephew it's already a could have waited one more day <laughs> literally but then I'm like obviously I'm happy because you know my nephew that's <laughs> just the fun times of knowing that the first thing my sister did after giving birth was go I want to say happy birthday to my sister. And she was still somewhat high off the airing. The gas, gas and air. She's like, give me the phone. I need to serenade her. <laughs> she was apologizing. And I'm like, well, I don't think you had a choice. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think you need to worry more about the fact that you've just pushed out a tiny human out of your body. I think you need to worry about rest. <laughs> and then they still went to... um. He was Asda on the Saturday and came home with a piece of cake for me. I was like, oh. Uh, and now a year late, nearly a year later. That's two birthdays in a row. I'm going to have been sober. 
But like, isn't it mad to think that like in that year, like in the first year, like your birthday last year, you were expecting your nephew and now your birthday this year, you are now expecting your baby. I know. That's crazy. That's I've some been... twitches shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been annoying him. I've been poking at him. <laughs> I said doing it at lunch yesterday because he was kicking. So I was like, okay. He was like, fine, you want to poke my insides? <laughs> poke you from the outside well no because i sit there and like i pat my like i tap on my stomach and eventually he'll like move and one of my colleagues went are you trying to annoy him and i went well he kicks me i think it's only fair it's called modern warfare (laughs) i'm allowed to antagonize him if he's antagonizing me first well this is the thing because obviously i was off monday um for the bank holiday and like barely any movement because I'd been in bed all day so I think he spent the day sleeping as soon as I got up for work on Tuesday and left the house he was moving I was like I can't go to work every time I want to feel movement that is just a no yeah no you know what and I approve of your method of poking him back when he kicks you because I think the more children that are born with that mentality that it's you don't always get your own way I'm gonna poke you back even if you're still in the womb especially only children, I'd be like, you're not going to turn out to be entitled when you come out of the womb. You realize life's not fair. <laughs> oh, yeah. The only thing is that people keep trying to, people like to touch my my belly now. And I'm like, it's fair enough, like to an extent, but my mom always wants to. And I'm like, leave me alone. Like I'm yeah. touched out. But then I can't moan at my sister. Because I used to do it to her. Because I used to sit there and poke <laughs> until he kicked so I'm like, I can't kind of say anything against that. But then literally every time I go to my mother, her hand will just go there. And I'm like, leave me alone. Yeah, and you kind of remind me, you kind of remind me of, um, remember Darla in Finding Nemo that when she'd get the fishy, she'd shake the bag and be like, fishy, wake up, wake up, fishy. I can just imagine you at work poking your stomach being like, wake up, move. I want to have some movement today. Please, please entertain. <laughs> Well, no, he moves on his own. He starts moving on his own. But because obviously I'm now starting to feel like what is a kick and what's him moving because it's slightly different. And because I now know where he, how he's laying because his like head is at the top of my stomach and it's got so his legs are like just above my like hip bone. But yes, is it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday at lunch. I was sitting there and I just felt it. So I started poking there. And then I started like tapping on my belly. <laughs> I was like, it must look so odd to other people. But I'm like, because I can feel what I'm like thinks. Like I can feel him kicking back at me. But then I'm like, to everyone else, I'm just poking my belly. It, yeah, it's a you know weird what would, concept. Do you know what would look weirder is if I was sitting beside you and I was just doing that to myself, knowing that I don't have a, a human inside me, that I'm just there like, wiki wiki, big summer blowout. <laughs> you know, oh. that'd be weirder. So when you're pregnant, you're allowed to get away with it. This is the thing, because not everyone knows at work, like obviously my st- the staff do, but like residents that don't really see me often, they don't know. So I'm like, mm. then I start thinking, I'm like, this is a weird thing to be doing because I'll sit at the desk and literally just like poke at my stomach until something. And I'm like, 
from an outsider's point of view, it it must look a bit odd. Especially because it's more in like the middle of the day where like the people are going for lunch or I'm like waiting for something to do and I'm sitting there and I'm like just pressing. But then there's <laughs> it's also the talking aspect because I, then I start talking to people and it goes downhill. Baby brain is a thing. Hey, I can I can attest to that only for the simple fact that uh, there is a girl who is working with us and she is uh, she's also pregnant. And I'd say within the last couple of weeks, she has often come in and been like, I can't find my keys. I had to take the I had to take the spare keys to the car. Can't find my phone. She had she went home today to get her phone. The next thing you know, her husband drove in with her phone. And then she had to log on to his laptop through his messenger to find out where he left the phone for him to message back and say, I dropped it off at work. So she'd come back and get in. She was like, I feel like I've run a marathon. <laughs> so she's her baby brain is a thing because poor creature is constantly forgetting things or misplacing things and not can't remembering where she left them. Oh, yeah. Baby brains are. Mine's more conversational than anything. Like when I was you trying to start and then you just like, like fade off, like you're in the middle of saying something and you're like, no, my, my brain keeps saying the wrong words. I.e. we were talking about the uh, lovely weather we had yesterday because it started like downpouring. <laughs> I was trying to say it's the lovely um spring weather. And it wasn't weather that came out. It was wedding. What a, what lovely spring weddings we're having. <laughs> and I was like, it was a good thing the person I was talking to knew I was pregnant. So I was like, yeah, I'm, you know what? I had the first letter. It's okay. But then I was having a conversation later and I was trying to say like that I got the word weather wrong. And I, I repeated wedding again in the explanation of what I was saying. And if my sister is anything to go by, yeah, it's not going to get better. Well, I mean, it's a good thing that we know you long enough that we'll be able to decipher what it is you're trying to tell us. You know, weddings, weather, you know, we'd eventually piece it together. The fact you put a season in front of it probably certainly would have helped. <laughs> not really, because you can have spring weddings. <laughs> it's like, it's a good thing I was talking about like the weather prior Oh, but speaking of the weather, I actually never told you about this today. At work, like we had like drizzling showers like all day at work today. And then like literally at around, I'd say maybe half nine this morning, the rain picked up a bit. And I was down below in one of the rooms talking to the girls. And all of a sudden, I kid you not, because the babies go to bed at this time, the fucking fire alarm went off. And I mean to say our fire alarm is loud like Caitlin I'd say like it's probably the same as, as the one that's in your building like if it goes off you're fucking hearing it like down the block like it is that loud and I ran up the hallway because I was like okay obviously didn't think to go first like let's maybe check to see if there's a fire no my first response was let's turn off the alarm so we don't wake the babies we can deal with the fire situation afterwards but so ran up 
And then I looked at where our panel is for it. And then it was saying like, oh, there's a fault in like the utility room. So I was like, went down, checked the utility room. I was like, right, there's no smoke, which means there's no fire. There's obviously something has tripped it off or like it's a bit faulty and I'll just go turn it off, reset the panel. So then so I looked out and I saw, obviously everyone had evacuated the building with the kids. So it's easier get like preschoolers, toddlers, wobblers are also easier to get out because they're at that stage where they can walk. One or two you have to carry. The baby room, however, you need to essentially throw all three babies into one cot and wheel the cot out to the fire point because there's just it's easier than trying to find an extra pair of hands to carry um, the additional children. So it's a method. It's always worked. So these one baby is conked, fast asleep, sleeping through the entire alarm. There are two babies thrown in, one at his top and one at his bottom that are literally looking up as if to say, what is happening? And we don't like the sound of this. Everybody's out in the car park. I am panicking, trying to get the alarm to turn off. And then I ran down because I was like, oh my God, left the phone down in one of the other rooms. I'm going to get that. And I'm going to ring the, the crowd that put this in to help me turn it off. Legged it down, got the phone. As I was running back up, what did I do? Fucking went head first and face planted onto my face into the hallway. And literally... Because I, I think I was in such panic that I just like jumped back up as if it never happened, ran straight out, eventually got the alarm to go off and then went outside the door, told everyone, there's no fire, you can come in, all is well. And I mean to say, the gall of some of these children, there was kids outside, we're wet. And I was like, would you rather be on fire? I was like, get over it. <laughs> so they were all walking back in babies being wheeled back in uh in the cot and whatever and then when I finally sat down at the desk I actually went oh <laughs> I actually checked my hands and my knees and I was like I've got fine bruises on my knees and not for good things I wouldn't mind getting bruises on my knees for like a different extracurricular activity rather than trying to run and turn off a fucking fire alarm but I was like that really fucking hurt to the point where I went back and looked at the cameras to see I was like, did they catch my fall on camera? And I was like, yes, yes, they did. There is a there is a clip of me literally like, like straight down. And it wasn't one of those falls where you like fall and flat because the floors had been polished. It was one of those ones where you fall flat, but also like belly slide, like a, a couple of a couple of feet in front of you. So like I literally looked like a penguin when they go on their bellies, like down the snow. That was me sprawled out across the floor, all in the panic to turn off need this it. fucking fire alarm. I need it. No, you don't need it. Yeah. Nobody needs it. Yeah. Um, but it just, I never figured out what tripped it then after that. It was literally, when I reset the whole thing, it was like, oh, the fault is gone now. And I was like, that's great. It's good to know that in case of a fire or if we never plan a fire drill again, and this just takes off, we'll just assume it's a fire. You know, because we we just seem to not have one that works um efficiently. So yeah, I did also forget to mention that how I almost fucking busted my two front teeth and my nose trying to panically get turn off a fire alarm. You're a silly sausage. I am a silly sausage. It wasn't it wasn't all that fun. But I mean we can wrap this up with we can it would be fun. What I didn't think it would be fun that I would fall flat, like yeah. face first on my face. Yeah, logically, I wouldn't but, expect someone to have fun going head first. 
Well, see, here's the thing. I've done it many a times when I've had drinks in me, but I've always got back up like I'm the Incredible Hulk and not felt nothing. But it's yeah, when you're stone cold sober and you're like, ow, I forgot I'm not like made of vibranium to the point where it's like everything hurts. I'm also 26 where everything clicks, cracks, pulls muscles very easily. I ran around the yard today playing What Time Is It, Mr. Wolf? And some of the kids were faster than me. And I was over in the corner coughing up a lung and they were like, you're a bad wolf. And I was like, I am an old wolf. I was like, go find a young wolf, a, a seasoned wolf at this game. Do not come back to me. I haven't run laps around this place in God knows how long. I was being put to shame by children. Oh, hon. Yeah, my job really builds self-esteem. It does. You know, if you ever want like a real confidence booster, you you go to children because they don't sugarcoat anything. They really don't. Neither do adults sometimes, though. Do you know what? Funnily enough, I actually think I would prefer if an adult didn't sugarcoat things. I think I'd actually rather prefer an adult turn around and tell me, hey, you're a piece of shit. And I'd be like, you know what? Thank you for calling me out on that. That's great. Whereas if a child like is right up in your face and they're like why do you have spots on your face like we don't have spots why do you have spots and i'm like stress spots one of the one of those age groups is still learning but yeah one of them has learned that many a time or should have learned that i mean i had someone a week and a half after Christmas, mind you, told me I'd put weight on. I was like, what? <laughs> I was, last, last year I had someone asking me if I was um when I was due. Yeah. Oh. So weirdly enough, I think I'd prefer the children a little bit. At least they're still learning. Yeah, it's you know what? Sometimes, sometimes kids can be great. It's just the select few that decide they want to be little arseholes when they want to be. Like, I felt, I glowed one of the days at work because I went in and literally a pair of jeans and like a pink top that had love hearts on it. And I went in to let somebody go on a tea break and one of the kids went, oh, Andrea, you look so pretty. I love your pink top. And I was like, Thank you. I was like, I'm not wearing any makeup or anything. And I just threw this together earlier this morning. But I was like, thank you. I was glowing for the rest of the day after that. And then cut to a day later where they're like, why do you have spots in your face? And I was like, why do you even? I was like, just go away. Leave me be. Anyway, that's that's all I have to say on, on the matter. This really was a bit of a, this was a bit of a bitch, a bit of a rant, but also very educational to some to some extent, you know? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. If you take away anything from this, it's if a fire alarm goes off, don't immediately just try and turn it off. Maybe just go and check first that there's a fire before you do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, depends we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.